Welcome to the Cocktails and Pajamas podcast. I am Jen and I am wearing my pink comfy pajamas, long sleeve, and I am drinking a lime bubbly because I am just wild tonight. Hi, I'm Heather. I have wine from a vineyard in Pennsylvania right across the line, maybe about an hour from my house. Cool. Outside of Delaware. And it is delish. And I'm just wearing uh, my normal tank top and sleep shorts. And Natasha's over there drinking an entire bottle of wine. <laughs> you know, it's been a it's been a, it's been a rough few days. I have moved. So I'm Natasha and I have some white Zinfandel. And I'm going to enjoy it because the last two days have been a, a hot mess with moving. And I don't ever want to do it again. So... I needed all the wine in the world. I'm still sore from walking up your damn steps on Saturday. Girl, I have been sore every day. I get it. (laughs) Yesterday, I told Dante, I said, we're not going anywhere. We're not not walking down the steps. Whatever's in the car can stay. Not (laughs) walking down the steps. And I accomplished that goal. So it was nice to have a break, but then we walked down it a few times today. So, you know, yeah. tomorrow I'm taking another break. Are you on the second floor <laughs> or the third floor? Third. Oh. Oh, and then, so let me just tell you really quick. So we're going to make sloppy joes for dinner, mm-hmm. and I cannot find my can opener. Right? And of course the can can't have a pop top. So as I'm walking up from checking the trunk, my neighbor walks up. I was like, sorry, can I ask paper? Can I borrow your can opener? She's like, oh sure. I was like, Thanks. I don't I don't know where mine went. And I can't find it. Nice. But anyway. You'll probably find it. I thought you were gonna say that it was in the car and you just refused to go down and get it. No, no, I did. I did go down, and I brought yeah. up more stuff, but no can opener. Ugh. So I don't. I like. I. I have no idea where in the world it could be because it was like one of the last things that we got back. But yeah. you know, it's all good. Well, you have really friendly neighbors, so that's a good thing. Yeah, my neighbor's uh, name is Linda. Listen, Linda. I have a Linda neighbor. Every time. (laughs) I have a Linda neighbor across the hall. What'd you say? Oh, do you? Yeah. So every time I I say her head and mentally I say, listen, Linda. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's funny that tie the book thing into this whole um, story is, um, Jen, let me tell you about Natasha packing her books. She packed her books so tight in boxes that me, who I'm used to lifting boxes of books because it's my job, could not lift the boxes of books. So we had to take the books out at the bottom of the steps and carry them oh up individually gosh. three flights and then come back again. And oh. we were filling a laundry basket. And of course, it's romance <laughs> books. So it's like a plethora of chests right. and abs and all kinds of things. On display nice. at the bottom of the steps. So anyone that walked by in the complex could see. It was hilarious. That I was That's reading great. all the all the romance porn. Yeah. Um, 
my my I guess when I was packing it was pack them as nice as possible so they don't get messed up. But I didn't think of how many I was putting in there and to have to carry them four flights of stairs. Yeah. But I had a, I had a lot of great friends that helped, helped on Saturday and Friday. So I'm lucky to have them. <laughs> so, so what's going on in the book world lately? I feel like I've been a little out of it only yeah. because I've been kind of on staycation and recovering. Um, from Natasha's move. And I only worked for like a couple of hours. I don't know how she's done it for the last couple of days. But anyway, what's going on in the book world that I need to know about? Any drama that's come up? I don't know. I don't know anything. I have not been on social media. I've been on TikTok, but that's like different. It's fun. Funny. I haven't been on anything else. What's happening? Anything? I'm just out of the loop. Yeah, man, we shouldn't have invested. I don't know. I haven't more. done anything either. Yeah, I didn't feel like it. <laughs> no, I just <laughs> what business do we have just doing this at all? Because I hate um, it so much, and um, you know, I'm just didn't really feel like looking. So maybe we can be in <laughs> in the minority and not know what's going on and be blissful about it. You know, sometimes it, I prefer it that way. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Agreed. What have you guys been reading? Agreed. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, I've been reading. Oh my gosh. Oh my God, I have to look. It now can't I be remember. good. Well, I'll, I know mine. No, it was. It was really good. It was a series. So I'm I can just tell you mine. Brain so last episode we had Freya Barker. And she had recommended Bonus Kisses. And I just finished that today. And Mm -hmm. it was a really good book. Heather tried to say it was going to make me cry like another certain book. But I didn't. Only because, like, Freya prepared you for it. So, like, like, I didn't sob. Like, I was dying crying. But I did cry because it was sad it happened. If that makes sense, I didn't do anything near with what happened in in Breathe, Heather. <laughs> but I saw, like, because she built you up to what was going to happen, so I was I was prepared. But beautiful book, and I absolutely loved it. So I was glad that uh, Freya had uh, recommended it, had mentioned it during the last podcast, um, so that I could uh, I could read it because I wouldn't have known about it. So that that's what I just finished reading today. I'm a well, you know, I'm a crier anyway. I, I yeah really get attached to my characters and God Shaped Whole by Tiffany D. Bardello and Breathe by Amber Lacey just about gutted me. So yeah, you didn't speak to us. No, I didn't, and I don't. <laughs> I don't. I'm still mad at you. Love you, but I'm still <laughs> mad at you. <laughs> She loves me so much that we got tattoos. I've been in a um, (laughs) like a darker uh, romance. I mean, I think some people wouldn't consider it dark. It's dark to me. Um, I read. um, I've been reading JT Geisinger, and she she's more of I guess it's more of an anti hero type. 
type character, um, you know, not so cut and dry, good guy. Um, there are bad guys that happen to fall in love. So you've got mobsters and murderers and all kinds of stuff like that. So I've been in that kind of a mood and I've been devouring JT Geisinger. I hope I'm saying her name right. Cause they are fantastic. Ruthless creatures was um, phenomenal. Highly recommend. Jen, Jen, did you figure it out? I, I did actually. I, um, well, because I'm looking on my phone to figure out what it was. Um, I did read some of the, some of the JT Geisinger books. I, I knew the name sounded familiar. Um, cause I love rockstar romance and she has a rockstar romance series. So I have read that, but no. So the, the books, I was actually listening to them on audible. Um, it's a series by Molly McAdams called the brood series. And um, it's actually the first thing that I have read from her since she ruined me with um, the book Taking Chances, which is my tearjerker book. And like, I can't even think about it without getting very upset. So it was um, a tough decision, but I the uh, <laughs> the the blurb enticed me. So I went ahead and read those. And I think there's there were four of them and I read those. Um but more recently, I've just been rewatching the show Greek on Hulu. So, oh, that's what I've been up to. I, do have, I have a question um, for you guys, and this goes back to a conversation I had uh, at work with coworkers of mine, and the shift that I that we're seeing on a store level um, with romance. Um, customers are asking for things that are a little bit more dark, dangerous, kind of like what I'm reading. Uh, I've been trying to read a lot of books before we bring them into the store because I want them to be good. I don't want to sell books at the store and bring indies in if um, I don't think, um, I don't know, if they're, they're just not good. So we've been pretty selective on who we've brought in, but customers are constantly asking us for the dark romance, uh, reverse harem, things like that. And so we got on this whole tangent at work, like the publishers aren't keeping up with what the readers want. Um, when you guys go into, you know, a bookstore um, and you see the cartoon covers, for example, um, how, how does that make you feel by, by two people that do read darker romance? A cartoon for, for, for dark no, romance? No, no, no. That's all you see. Every oh. release that we have is a cartoon cover. So and we have customers asking us for dark romance. So it's like, we're trying to figure out where the disconnect. Do the publishers just not know or the publishers just don't care? You know what I mean? And they're writing this coattails of these cartoon cover type books, which has its place. There are some great, great, great books out there. But like I said, the influx of customers that are asking for something darker, um, spicier, um, anti-hero type book, we're not seeing that at all. Um, for releases, very, very few and far between. It's all rom-com, cartoon cover, and that's it. Well, I don't think they know then what they're missing because I'll tell you that my 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 preference is not dark romance. It's not usually my go-to, but I happen to get a book by accident and listen to the Audible and. I loved it. It was not what I was expecting. And then I swallowed it up 
involved, I think, the rest of them. Like, there were six in the series. I just downloaded one right after that. I was hooked. But it's not, it's not my usual, like, mobs. And, I mean, I've read a few authors. Um, like, Janine Infinite Bosco has an MC series. Kale Dawn has a more darker series. You know, Willow Winters. That was probably my first intro into dark romance. And that was completely by accident. Um, but it's not my go-to. I have to be in the mood for a really bad boy dark romance where the you hate to love him type of person. So maybe they're just, they want a good, wholesome romance. I don't know. I just, um, I, I just feel like um, I see these trends, they come and go and they last for a certain amount of years and then they're gone. Kind of like paranormal romance in the 2000s, early 2000s, and it was gone. And then contemporary mm-hmm. was there. And then, of course, we have the spike recently in historical because of Julia Quinn. And, you know, and then the cartoon covers from, you know, what, a year or two ago. And I'm wondering if this is just, you know, if that's going to reach the end of its trend and what's next. And I just I always like to see what people think. Yeah, I think the cartoon um, covers are adorable. When they come into a bookstore, what is it that they're looking for? Specifically romance readers, because so romance readers are kind of at the mercy of the publishers, if you really think about it. You know, they don't have the, they have to work harder with their diversity, you know, and, and we saw a gap years ago and now they're working on it and we're having much more diverse books that are phenomenal um, coming out. And I just feel like they're always playing catch up. Is, is is that correct? I mean, I, I don't know. That's what I think. I feel like the publishers are always playing catch up and they're missing what people are asking for. You know, people have been asking for diverse books for a really long time and now they're finally, you're finally seeing it. And now I feel like customers are asking for darker romance and I wonder how long it's going to take them to put it out there. Well, I guess you better put some in your store because your store <laughs> is the only best one there is. <laughs> yeah, but they're all indie. You know, you can't always bring the indies in. You know, why should we be forced to buy books from Amazon? Because it's an indie that's only publishes through Amazon. You know, why, why should, why do we have to do that? You know what I mean? Why are we, why, why should we give our money to Amazon? You know, why aren't these publishers, you know, picking up, picking up on it? You know? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. They should be. We should email them. (laughs) (laughs) I hope that they would be listening, you know, to the people and watching the the TikTok. Send them a send them a wordly choice letter. Mm-hmm. We'll just we'll just make up to emails and just bombard them. <laughs> and I, I think um, I think indie authors kind of have the advantage in that they don't really have to do what the publisher wants them to do. If they if they know, like if they're hearing people saying like, "Oh, everybody's asking for dark romance," well, let me do some dark romances because I can, you know, like I don't have to wait. Um, I don't have to do what they've contracted me to do. Like I can just write whatever I want to write. Um, but then and I see what exactly you're saying it. is that it makes that's it hard for you. Yeah. Yeah. It does. It makes it hard for brick and mortar stores. But you know, when I, when I sit there and I, and I, you know, when we're going through our system, we're trying to order stuff, you know, I'm like, Oh, well, you know, there's this man and you know, there's Sylvan Renard and, you know, there's Crestley Coles, um, the professional, like I'm like pulling stuff from, you know, six, seven, eight years ago. Um, old 
series to bring the store and make sure that they're there so that when people ask for darker romance, I've got the Shayla Blacks, I've got the Jody Ellen Malpasses, I've got the, you know, I've got um, the Maya Banks, I've got them, but those are old books. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, my, the other managers at the store, just like, what's going, you know, why, why don't the publishers have it? I said, well, the, I'm sure the publishers have gone to the indie authors. But, you know, why would you want to give up as an indie author all your money to a publisher the when freedom, you're yeah. just fine on your own? So Exactly. So, like, why are you going to hand over your money and an instant fan base just to get the publishers to get more money, to take your money that you worked for and you cultivated that fan base and you cultivated that following for years? And um, you're just going to hand that over for, what, peanuts on the dollar? <laughs> so it's we're in – we're definitely in – a different, um, a different place. Now the a solution could be, you know, you've got all these authors in KU. What if these authors went wide? At least we could get the eBooks because we can't even get the eBooks through Nook because they're KU. So, but then again, you're asking an author to give up income from K guaranteed income from KU. So it's definitely, it's definitely something to keep your eye on because I've seen it. Over the last couple of months, people asking for a darker romance and, you know, mm-hmm. same people coming back, they get the stuff that I recommend and they want to come back for more. And I'm just like, okay, you know, I don't have a lot in store. I've got to ship them stuff and they want the stuff right then and there. So it's, it's been a challenge. Yeah. So what, um, just a, a quick question, like, how do you define like a dark romance and i'm just asking that because i'm genuinely curious because i read um like i know that there's like dark stuff that like makes me kind of cringy and then i know that there's stuff that i feel like is like maybe medium that's not too that's dark compared to like a typical contemporary romance and then there's like i read a lot of rock star romance and some of that is like get can get like very nitty-gritty but like i don't necessarily consider that dark but then just like listening to you talk about it i'm like well maybe some of that is a little dark you know like so how i mean what um i guess like what comes to mind when when you think dark romance both of you i think it depends on the person because i think what i like i i consider dc geisinger a little bit on the darker side and definitely Mm -hmm. the spicier side but I have friends that read Kay Webster. I have friends that read other Penelope Douglas. You know what I mean? See, and I um, love Penelope Katie Douglas, Robert, and I never really know, thought of her as dark. Just like, <laughs> yeah, well, it, it depends. It depends yeah. on the person. It depends yeah, on what that, you but think that's true, dark it is. romance is. It's a, it's a really yeah. personal because it's so awkward. You know, I got someone in the store. I have no idea who you are, and you're asking me for dark romance, and I'm like, find dark. Like, in other words, tell me what your kink is, right. even though I don't know you. Like, how how awkward is that? Yeah. I'm serious. I'm just like, I had a woman that came in the other day, every bit over 60, five foot nothing, absolutely adorable. And she was, like, asking me for a dark romance. And I sold her Ruthless Creatures by J.T. Geisinger. And I um, sold her Deathly by Bryn Asher. You know, and I'm just like they're more twisty and then they are dark. They're more thriller with really spicy moments, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think these are dark because I don't typically read dark romance. So it's really depends on the person. 
It's yeah. your level, level of darkness mm-hmm. that you can handle. Yep. Yeah. My, uh, that makes Selena sense. from my book group reads dark, dark, dark romance. I, I just don't, I can't read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fun. I think when I think of dark romance, I think of a very dominating man. Like I can't, I gave you the three authors I thought of, but it's more of a more dominant man. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, they're mafia. They're more into hero. Like mafia yes. or, or NC or, you know, they like to choke during sex. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's, it's a little more darker than than a rom com where it's sweet and loving and right. you know, there's there's no choking. Definitely, um, yeah. definitely spicier too because yes. a traditionally published romance might have one or two sex scenes maybe in a book, um, and that's just that's just the way they do it. Where those dark romance they go, you know, yeah. up against the wall. Like hard. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So how did our last episode do Jen? Um, it did pretty well. Yeah. So, and I mean, and this may sound small because we, I mean, but we just wanted to kind of see organically how it did. We had 30 listens to our first episode, which I mean, we were like, if we get more than 20, we're so excited. So, um, yeah, so I think that that was, um, I think that was great, a great start because we, you know, we really haven't done a lot of marketing. Um, we, we shared it on our pages, um, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if anybody listening has not listened to our interview with Freya, go back and check it out. It was fun. Um, I posted the cocktail recipe on our Facebook um, for Freya's favorite cocktail. So check that out too. I post it on Facebook and on Instagram. Um, and we'll do that with all of our guests. Have I you think. tried it yet? I haven't. I want mm-hmm. to so bad, but I haven't. I don't know. I'm afraid. Jalapenos? I love jalapenos. I'm, I'm afraid to like drink jalapeno. I, I like, I like yeah. to eat it, but I'm a little afraid to drink it. <laughs> But if she don't, likes don't it, show up before the show. No, I won't. Might not be able to talk. <laughs> I won't. What else is going on uh, with you ladies? Not much for me. Besides the movie. <laughs> that's that's what I've got. I had off the whole week. Well, I have off the whole week. Just same as you, Heather. Mm-hmm. And it's just unpacking. This weekend we go up to Connecticut. For Romanticon, that Kitty Berry um, host, uh, my son is actually doing, uh, selling his art. So that is a four and a half hour drive. Yuck. Help me, help my soul. <laughs> so, <laughs> I feel like I was, I was telling Dante today, I said, you know what? All this driving that we have done. Is just preparing me for this four and a half hour drive on Friday. I'm when, like, do you because, hmm? when do you come home? Sunday. So it's a it's a quick weekend, you know. Uh, we go up Friday. We'll have dinner with um, some girlfriends, and um, then Saturday is the signing. And I told Dante, like, we're staying at the hotel. Like, there's no exploring. We don't do that at book (laughs) signings. We go to the book signing, and then we recuperate afterwards. 
Except we, we don't venture out. And it's like in, it's in Trumbull. I'm gonna, I don't know if I'm saying it, but Trumbull, Connecticut. There was nothing there last year. Or, sorry, 2019 uh, when we went. So there's like, it's not in no city. Uh, it's not in any city. Um, so I told him, I said, look, we'll probably even do dinner at the restaurant. And then we go to bed. We're going to get up. And we're going home. So I've already like mentally prepared him. Do not ask for anything, anything extra. <laughs> You're lucky if we leave to go to Duncan. Um, <laughs> you know so, he will. Yeah. Well, we'll go. Well, there is a Duncan around the corner. So he's, he's lucky. It's not far. Um, Connecticut. They all have. But he's excited. Like we're 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 getting everything together. It's the project tomorrow is find all the pieces and everything and box it up so we're ready for Saturday. So that's what we've been doing: unpacking and then getting ready for the book signing that Dante's you know Dante's gonna sell stuff at. So that's what I've been doing over here. I miss signings. I cannot wait for Indies of Philly in November. I am. I miss seeing all the book people. I haven't seen Same. anyone, but like you guys in, you know, two years since I was in New Orleans two years ago in May. Well, no. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just, oh no, and he's a big Philly 2019. I mean, I just, it's been too long and I only ever see some people at signings. So it'll be awesome. Can't wait. I know we'll have to bring like throat lozenges because we'll be talking so much or throat to hurt <laughs> and we'll need to like, them, so we're going to need to make sure like we're prepared for that. I just need to make I sure. I think that... we'll all be screaming and hollering and, and hugging and <laughs> you know because yeah, I'm hugging. I don't care. I just want to make sure I see everybody. You know yeah. what I mean? I want to make sure I make time to see everyone and not just not. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I can't wait either. Yeah, I'm excited. I can't wait either. It'll be, it'll be, it's, it's interesting going to the book signing that, that we're going to this weekend because again, it's been so long since we went to one that it's just going to be crazy seeing all these people, you know, like I've had a few people message me like on Facebook, like, are you going, do I get to see you? I'm like, I'm going to be there. Like I haven't seen you in forever. I'm like, I know. So it is. It's going to be fun, and I mean, I'm excited, and it'll. And at least I get to sit, though. So uh, nice intro back into a <laughs> signing as I get to sit on the table. Nice. So, um, well, for our next, like, I've done enough walking. I swear <laughs> to you. Since Friday, yeah. Friday we moved out. Saturday we moved in, and every day except for yesterday we had to go back to. To the old apartment and get stuff. Hmm. So I'm like, I feel like I have the amazing calves right now. <laughs> well, at our next chat, you're gonna have to tell us what it was like because I can't wait to hear. Yeah, that's exciting. What did you say? I said at our next chat, you're gonna have to tell us how. Oh old. yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm excited. Yeah, I think the last book signing I went to was actually February of last year. So it was like right before everything shut down, there was one here in Charleston. Um, and yeah, and I'm very excited to go again. Um, and, and I asked um, the people who are putting it on and I can feature some of our podcast stuff at my table. Um, it's the TNT signing in October. So that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll be there. 
I, yeah. I'm going to be Crystal's assistant. Cool. We're going to drive because now that Crystal is near me, we're we're driving up together. Oh, awesome! So I'm going to actually, yeah. So I'm actually, uh, I'll be there, but I'm going to be sitting at her table. I Man, I am winning at these signings. Yeah. I get to sit at the table again. <laughs> It's the best part. <laughs> lazy is. I, uh, I feel super lazy after these past like five days, Heather, and not even lying. I think you deserve that though. Girl, I'm trying. Yeah, you've Ugh. earned it. <laughs> so I feel like I have. Everybody part hurts. Yeah. I mean, everyone on that part hurts, but that's because I exercised this morning. And yesterday and the day before, and my I'm in pain. Yeah, hmm. exercise. I exercise too, just yeah. up and down the steps. Yeah. And unpacking these boxes. Yeah. I did a lot of stomach crunches. That's what I'm going to call it. Stomach crunches. There you go. Oh, vertical dude. ones. I didn't lay down. I did vertical ones. <laughs> yeah. I did a lot of squats, so it hurts to sit. Like my butt muscles are very sore. It's rough. It's very yeah, rough. I got that too, just from walking up in the top. Of I, I bet. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel me. it. Because I'm on the second floor, so every time I walk night. upstairs, I'm like, oh, what did I do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, my husband told me I was walking like a 90 year old woman. So, um, and I was like, pretty. That's how I feel. Yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> No. Same. It's today we went and got some some chips and Dante's carrying up seriously just two bags that has like chips in it. He's like, Mom, I think I need knee surgery. Oh my god. <laughs> what? He's like, I can feel my knees squeaking. I think oh I need goodness. knee surgery. I was like, shush it. You are just fifteen. Keep it moving. <laughs> Well, I think we uh, covered just about everything in this little chat from our butt muscles to dark <laughs> romance to, to missing signings. Which is anything else you ladies want to talk to do about with one another? <laughs> uh, nothing. And it's, it's the wine that has me rambling, but you know, I didn't say the F word once, so Fuck I'm winning that. today. Point just wait till wait wait till uh, next time. I'm sure I'll sneak an f bomb in there somewhere. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. You can find us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, uh, like Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, etc. Um, on our website at cocktailsandpajamaspodcast.com or on Facebook and Instagram at cocktailsandpajamaspodcast. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.